0: If you've ever been lost, you know exactly what that feels like. If you've ever been with somebody who got lost and would not ask for directions, you know how frustrating that has felt. When well, Tim and his dad had driven a little over an hour from their farm in the country to the nearby large city, they needed a couple parts to repair their tractor. And this was before the days when our phones could tell us every turn. You couldn't ask Google or Siri. For all those students and millennials listening out there, yes, there indeed was such a day. A dark day, but there was a day. So Tim and his dad were trying to decipher an outdated and rather inaccurate map, try to find their way. And it just wasn't working. They were lost in the maze of these big city streets. They desperately looked for a familiar landmark, a helpful street sign, anything to point them in the right direction. Each of them had ideas of what they should do Tim suggested we take a left turn, but that didn't work, so his dad suggested let's take a turn back to the right. I think it's right over there. No, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere back there. Well, maybe we should ask somebody. No, no, we'll figure it out. And the clock just kept on marching. The gas gauge kept on receding. They were no closer to where they were heading. The tension in the truck was tangible, and maybe you can identify with that. Well, they finally get the parts they needed before the abc widget factory closed <laughs> it is a fictional place by the way fear whispered the fearful thought that they might wander into a dangerous part of town and not be able to find their way out so finally weary frustrated tired lost they flagged down a man in a car who stopped right beside them and said hey sir can you help us out we're we're trying to find the abc widget factory the man obviously knew these guys are out of their elements So the urbanite replied, well, you're in luck. I'm headed right by there. Just follow me. I'll get you there in a couple of minutes. Suddenly, the guys were okay. Fear won over ego. Their fears faded away. Peace took over, and they made it there. What changed? They still didn't know where to go. They still did not have the parts they needed to repair their tractor. They were no closer to what they set out to buy. But there was a difference. Somebody who knew the way was leading the way leading them from where they were to where they should go. His knowledge, his expertise made all the difference. Having somebody with greater resources and knowledge and experience than you have helps us when we're on a confusing journey. As we journey through life, many times we're uncertain about our path. Questions haunt us from every side. What should we do? What choice should we make? How do I know this will get me to my destination? What if I go the wrong way? Well, thankfully, we have one who knows all and will direct us if we just submit to his leading. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, is meant to guide us all through life, and all the way into glory. And we'll hear more about that right after this. Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Good day to you, God's Word for Life listeners. I hope you and yours are having a wonderful Christmas season. You're listening to the God's Word for Life Companion Podcast, and you're listening to L.J. Harry. I'm your host, Today's episode stems from a lesson that was dated December 11th, 2022, entitled Led by the Spirit, and we are looking at Romans chapter 8, verse 14. From God's word, Romans 8, verse 14, Paul wrote, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. God knows we don't know our own way. We're actually helpless. We're seeking to traverse a very uncertain world, which gets more uncertain with every passing day. And all we have is flawed human perceptions to guide us. But God inspired the prophet Jeremiah to record these words, which make this fact very clear. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps, Jeremiah 10, verse 23. When we're left to our own direction, we're going to make some choices that will lead to heartache and hurt and chaos. Anybody who's lived any significant length of time, you've seen this truth demonstrated in your life and doubtless in others. But gratefully, God does not leave us hopeless. We have this blessed assurance that he will be our guide. He himself, God Almighty, will be our guide. If we'll trust in him, he will guide us and his guidance is perfect. We don't need to fear or question whenever he gives us direction because the direction he gives us is infinite in wisdom. Sometimes the voice of the Lord comes through a very specific word in the message the pastor preaches or through the pages of the scripture as we read them in our devotion from the lips of our spiritual leaders. But we can be sure the word of God will never steer us wrong. Here's our first question. Why do you believe God is so committed to leading his people? And why should we be so committed to following? One story that tells this very beautifully is God's willingness to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt during the exodus. they had been 400 years in Egyptian slavery, and yet seemingly overnight God delivered them out of Egypt, out of slavery, by His mighty hand. And God was mighty, but the Israelites were a broken people. They endured deprivation and violence from their taskmasters. It was never God's intention to bring them all the way out of Egypt, only for them to wander circles in the wilderness. But they did suffer that fate for 40 years because they disbelieved. But God did not set them free simply to turn them loose. From the outset, he planned to guide them from Egypt to Canaan and in a spectacular fashion. Scripture says, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them by the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. Exodus 13, verses 21 through 22. God's desire to guide us will require us to trust Him, and often we will not understand. His ways are so far above ours. He sometimes steers us in paths we don't understand because only He knows what's really best for us. He did this very thing for Israel. And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest peradventure the people repent when they see war, and they return to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. Exodus 13, verses 17 through 18. Second question. In what ways is the Holy Spirit fire that leads us from within better than that pillar of fire that went before Israel from without? We see this inherent nature of God to lead us by His Spirit and the image of god is our shepherd because sheep are not driven they are led any caring shepherd would carefully choose the route his flock will take he would select it not for his own comfort but based on what's best for the sheep which route has the best water which route provides abundant grazing plenty of pasture which route is most secure from the predators which route will offer the fewest dangerous passages These questions and others like them, they dictate the route over which the shepherd leads his sheep. He does not lead them for his comfort, leads them for theirs. In that beautiful, comforting 23rd Psalm, the psalmist describes God as our shepherd and us as the sheep. He leads us beside still waters. He leads us in paths of righteousness. He, the Lord himself, he even leads us in shadowy valleys. He goes before us to prepare a table where we can dine even in the presence of our enemies. And the result of our following the leading of the Lord is what follows us. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Psalm 23, verse 6. If we follow the Spirit as He leads, blessings, goodness, mercy follow us. Now, do you believe more people are comfortable being led or being driven? And why do you believe God chose leading us rather than driving us? God will lead us by his spirit just as he led Israel. And some might argue that we don't enjoy the same dynamic of a pillar of cloud and pillar of fire, but we have something even better. We have the fire of God's spirit inside of us through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We don't have to depend on some external sign. We enjoy daily communion with God through his spirit who directs our steps. God leads. We follow. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans 8 verse 14. Being willing to follow where God leads is a very clear mark that separates people who are God's children from those who are not. The sobering but obvious conclusion is anyone who is not following the leading of the Spirit is not living as a child of God would live. Following the Spirit of God will have valuable, practical benefits in our lives. If we follow Him, we will not encounter unnecessary temptation. Matthew 6, verse 13 teaches us that. God will lead us safely around the trap Satan lays for us, Psalm 91, verse 3. And we will enjoy spiritual safety, Psalm 78, verse 53. There is no debate. God leads us in paths for our own good, and sometimes He leads us in paths where we can best serve Him and His kingdom according to verse 3 of the 23rd psalm we're led in paths of righteousness for his namesake not our own he will direct us in a conversation so we can testify to one who does not know him he will lead us to encounter a hurting soul so we can pray for them for those of you out there who are looking for some direction as you go into 2023 he will even lead us to know which job he wants us to take even if it's a job transfer because he knows what's best for his church, for his church family, for our family, long before we know what's best, God will lead us so hurting people can be helped. I want you to think for a moment of a time over the last few weeks when you believe God led you to a hurting person. Can you look back and see God's hand at work in orchestrating that interaction? Now, the day could have been easily Like any other, Peter and his friend John were familiar with the sights and sounds, attendant with a trip to the temple for prayer. They'd made this trip more times than they could count. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon, and the area around the temple was enjoying its usual buzz of energy and activity. They approached the gate called Beautiful, and one sight seemed to be a little more pronounced than the others. A moment of striking clarity came to Peter as his eyes locked on a lame beggar seated beside the gate. No real reason this one man arrested Peter's progress. The city was full of beggars. No social safety net. Begging was the common plight of those who could not work, even would not work. But for some reason, Peter would have been hard-pressed to explain. The whole world seemed to stop when his eyes fastened on this lame beggar. Peter was experiencing something new. He was experiencing the leading of the Holy Spirit. God had ordained on that day that that lame man would be there at that place at that time and Peter's attention would turn toward the beggar. As Peter stood looking at the man, the voice of God directed him to speak to the man and to his condition in the now famous words, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Acts 3 verse 6. Peter and John were sensitive to, and they submitted to the leading of God's Spirit, and that beggar's life was forever changed, and so has ours. Our lives have been changed because we know if God did it for Peter and John, he can do it for us. God desires to accomplish ministry through the hands and the voices of his children in our day, just as he did in Peter and John's day. His purpose of adding to the church, it remains, and he uses us to accomplish that. As we journey through life, God orchestrates our steps to place us in a position full of spiritual potential. We must be quick to hear and respond to the voice of God in those situations. We must live with an awareness of where God is leading. Here's, here's a very real-life practical example. When our lane at the grocery store seems to be going slower than all the others, let's not get frustrated. And boy, that's tough, I know, especially in the holidays. But let's be mindful of some ministry opportunities all around us. Maybe the lady in front of us can't find her coupon, so we end up walking to our car at the same time as a man or woman. God has been drawing to him. Maybe the traffic was slow, so we're at the right place at the right time to pray for somebody who has suffered loss. Maybe God has a plan for us to minister today if we will follow his leading. Doubtless, you've been in situations before. I've certainly been in situations before where I met up with somebody and said, man, I've been thinking about you and here you are. And they say, yeah, I've really been thinking about you and I want to get back to church. I want to get back in relationship with God. And all of a sudden there's one of those God encounters because the spirit of God is leading. In this story painted on the canvas of the the book of Acts chapter 3, Peter did not simply become aware of the lame man's condition. He allowed God's spirit to lead him to act in faith. Why would God have arrested Peter's attention if he was not about to unveil his power to heal this lame beggar? Peter didn't believe he was merely there to observe. He knew he was there to act in faith. The people who gathered there, they knew his condition. They had been there before, and so had he. He was over 40 years old daily sight at the temple, but he had never been seen as he was on that day. But God does not operate as a sideshow. He does not perform to entertain. He led Peter and James to that place to perform that miracle so multitudes would hear that message of salvation. The people wondered at the miracle that had been done, but Peter went on to declare what he needed to say. He explained how they had crucified the Messiah and how then he called on them to repent. Peter preached the gospel, and thousands believed because two men were led by the Spirit of God to stop and act in faith. Don't hesitate to pray for somebody in the aisle of the store. Don't be intimidated by the climate of our day from sharing your testimony of God's healing with somebody in the hospital. Don't be timid, don't be bashful. When interacting with a server at a restaurant, you never know what God might have already been doing in their lives and what he is now willing to do for those who are being led by him. If God trusts you enough to lead you to a hungry heart, you must trust him to put your faith in action that God wants to fill that hungry heart and use you for his glory. Here we go. One more question. Would you think about a time when you acted in faith and God came through? And what were the consequences, the blessings of responding to the leading of the spirit? Okay, we wrap this up with a great story. FDR, Franklin Roosevelt. Like every other world leader, he had a duty that taxed his patience. He was frequently forced to endure these long receiving lines at the White House. Person after person after person waited for the special moment to shake the hand of the president. He felt the pressure to speak to each of them, but he complained. Nobody really paid attention to anything he said. He was okay with talking to them, but nobody was listening. So one day after one reception, he tried this little experiment. Each person passed through the line and grabbed his hand, and he murmured, I murdered my grandmother this morning. And the guests did not seem to hear him. They just responded with phrases like, Oh, marvelous, Mr. President. Keep up the good work. We're proud of you, Mr. President. God bless you, Mr. President. Nobody understood what he said. Nobody listened to what he said. Finally, at the end of the line, he was greeting the ambassador to Bolivia. The ambassador was surprised when the president said, I murdered my grandmother this morning. Ambassador composed himself, took it in, leaned over and whispered in FDR's ear, Mr. President, I'm sure she had it coming. We we wonder how we treat the voice of God and his guidance. Sometimes we treat it the same way. God is speaking. God is directing us. But we blindly continue on our own way without really giving attention to the directions God is giving. If we don't hear and heed his words, we find some way to explain away what God is calling us to do. We can't do that. We've got to succeed in this Christian walk, and we must commit daily to being a follower of our God who leads us. And to be a follower, we must listen faithfully to the voice of God as he directs our way. When we do, we'll be perfectly positioned for safe passage to a secure destination and empower to be effective servants of the King of Kings all along the way. The Spirit of God will guide us. Will we listen? That's a good time right now for us to stop and pray. But I don't just want us to talk. How about we take a little bit of time as we pray to listen and ask the Lord to speak and lead us. Let's pray first of all for God to lead us to do what He wants us to do, And let's pray for God to help us and lead us to where we can minister to hurting humanity. Lord Jesus, I love you. I thank you for leading us. Help us, Lord, I pray. If we're not even making a major life decision, simply lead us day by day. Give us this day our daily bread. Lead us where you want us to be, God. Every day where there's somebody who needs to hear the gospel, needs to know you love them, needs to know you care, we care. Lead us to those who are hurting, who need the gospel. Lead us to those you're reaching for and you're ministering to. Lead us, Jesus. For those who are making major decisions, whether job transfers, pastoral transfers, whether they should start a church, whether they should succeed a pastor in a church, whether they should evangelize, whatever you're leading them to do and to be, God, I pray, give us direction. Help us to know the will and the mind of God. Let us know what You want us to do, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Lead us, Lord. Speak to us and help us to hear and to follow in the name of Jesus. And why don't we just listen for just a few seconds for the Lord to speak. Thank you, Lord. I know I know that's probably super awkward for a podcast, but nevertheless, it's necessary when we pray that we don't just talk the whole time, that we take time to listen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Be sure to subscribe or share. That way you'll never miss an episode, and neither will any of your friends. Also, head over to Pentecostal Publishing House. There are some fantastic resources, especially around this Christmas time, where you can send resources for... Bible study, there are Bibles, study Bibles, gift Bibles, great Bibles, children's Bibles, adult Bibles, Bibles of genuine leather, bonded leather, you name it, we've got it, pentecostalpublishing.com. Music, inspirational books, devotional books, wonderful resources. Head on over to that website. Link is right there in the show notes. Next week, we continue this series about the work of the Spirit. We've already talked about the necessity of the Spirit, Now being led by the Spirit, next week we're going to talk about being empowered by the Spirit. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week, and always look forward to learning and living out God's Word for life. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at PentecostalPublishing.com.